Welcome back to February 5th's edition of Pulse on the Market. I'm your host, Jaden Rains, founder of Rains Capital. And this show is designed once again to help you as an investor make better and smarter financial decisions. And today we'll be going over the market, some stories. We got it was a it was a very hectic day for the market today. And let's jump right into it. So first off, the Dow is down a percent to 38,273. The Nasdaq down 0.7% at 17,500. The S&P is down 0.6% to 49.27. And the small caps took the biggest hit at minus 1.78% down to 1927. And so the the bonds are actually doing pretty well today. So up 3.6% the 10-year. The and it's up to 4.16, 4.7 now. And this is due to the the rate cuts not getting cut, right? Or the, yeah, that rate cut not happening. So while while the rates are still high, the the bonds will continue to stay high. We saw that it dipped below four for a little bit there, but now it's back over four. And today, I actually want to focus a little bit on the Dow because the Dow, for the first time in four years, is looking to cut and add some companies to the Dow. In case you didn't know, there are thirty companies within the Dow, and it's considered to be just like a brief overview of how the markets are doing that that was the intention according to howard silverblatt which is the senior index analyst at s&p and he said in order to even be in the dow you have to be in the s&p 500 and which also means you have to meet certain market capitalization and trading liquidity standards which you need in order to be in the s&p 500 but we're going to see a change in the Dow for the first time in four years. So we're going to see who gets added and who gets taken off. It's kind of exciting for me. I love seeing this because for a lot of companies, this is big news. They're getting added to the Dow. But yeah, it would be pretty sad to get, get cut from that as well. So in case you didn't know, the Dow, how that functions is it's based on price, like the stock price. And so a lower stock price, it, it decreases your position in the Dow in your rankings technically. So, and, and that's different in comparison to the S&P 500, where the S&P 500 is market capitalization. So the higher the market cap, the higher you are in the rankings for the, for the S&P 500. So Walmart this Wednesday is going to have a three-in-one split. So currently, if the stock's trading 100, or uh, let's pull it up real quick for Walmart. So right now, the stock is trading at 168. So that's going to get cut in thirds basically. So if you have one share at 168, you're going to have three shares at a third of that price. And this is going to decrease their ranking in the Dow from 16th all the way down to 27th because it's based on stock price. And so just a little more info on the Dow. And obviously there can't be any transportation or utility sectors added to the Dow because there's already the the Dow Jones transportation average, which is the DJT, and the Dow Jones utility average, which is the DJU. So, so this this will be exciting. It's speculation for February. It's expected, but it's not certain. Just like anything else in the market, nothing seems to be certain. But the reason being is that there's usually a correlation coefficient between the Dow and the S and P 500. And or come on, sorry, th- that correlation coefficient has been around 0.99 for the last 30 years. There, there's a coefficient there, and where a reading of one means that they're moving in perfect tandem, basically. And but that correlation, that same correlation, has been at its lowest level in years as the as the technology sector, which is 28.9% of the S&P 500, is only 19.2% in the Dow. And it's been booming the technology sector. So the S&P has been performing better technically than the Dow. They've been trading out of tandem 
which doesn't usually happen over 30 years. The last time that we saw something like this that big, like below 0.9 for two consecutive years, was in 2004 and, or 2004 and 2005. 2004 was 0.84 and 2005 was 0.77. And we've, we've seen that in 2023 and 2022. It was at 0.87 and 0.89. And this hasn't happened since 2004, 2005. We haven't seen this... Uh, this correlation be so far off for the S&P and the Dow Jones. So we'll see if if the Dow ends up adding more technology stocks to help balance that out to help keep up with this trend because right now it's it's 9% less, 10% less than, than the S&P 500. So we'll see this month what, what ends up happening to the Dow, who gets added, who gets taken. And so I'll make sure to keep you guys updated on what happens with that. All right. And the last time they waited more than three years to make changes was from June 2009 to September 2012. That's when the the market crashed, obviously. I might have only been six years old, but shoot, I really missed out on the opportunity to buy a house in 2009. I really wish I was uh, more aware of what was going on. Man, that could have made me a pretty penny. Come on, mom and dad. Anyways... Next up is Kathy Wood and her ARK fund. For any of you that don't know Kathy Wood, she usually has the hottest takes in the stock market of her fund. A lot of a lot of hedge fund managers will kind of throw shots at Kathy Wood and say, if you ever want to make a penny or if you ever want to make money off Kathy Wood, invest in SARC. SARC is her inverse ETF, which basically does the complete opposite of what Kathy Wood is doing. And which this year, year to date, it would already be very profitable because 18% of all of her money, or all ARC, her, her investment fund, 18% of it is Coinbase and Tesla. Tesla is looking terrible right now. One of the worst charts I've seen this year. Unfortunately, I, I love Tesla, but shoot, it was at 240. Let, let's look at the chart real quick. So it was at the beginning of the year. It was trading at, yeah, at 240, and it's down to 178. They took, it was just a bloodbath, and bad news after bad news for Tesla. And they just recently recalled 2.2 million vehicles because they had a, one of the indicators was just too small. One of the things on the dashboard was too small, and apparently it's got to be a certain size, so they had to, some some organization, I, I forget the name of it, had to call back 2.2 million Teslas. So it's it just been stuff like that. And news after news, and they've just been taking a beating. And so their RSI hit 13, which is crazy. It was so oversold. Uh, man. So we'll see what ends up happening with Tesla, if they can turn it around. I know that they're they're coming out with the Cybertruck. We'll see if they can produce those at a reasonable rate. And if it still has demand. There's that problem in China where they're just creating electrical vehicles way too cheap. And it's just going to be hard for Tesla to compete when China's pumping them out for five, ten grand when Tesla's cost 20 to 70 grand. So, and that's a big concern for Elon Musk. He's, he's actually concerned. He said the U.S. government should put tariffs on imports from China in order to, to prevent them from just taking over the entire electrical vehicle market in the entire world. It's, it's a worldly problem for this EV market. So we'll see what ends up happening with Tesla. And coin was up to around 180, and it fell all the way down to 118. Now it's it's hovering. Let's see what where it's at. Oh, it's back down to, to 118. It was at 135, 136, and now it's back down to 118. So they've taken a slaughter as well. Just at the beginning of the year, it was trading at 180. Yeah. Wow. 
So they, they took a bloodbath as well. So the year-to-date for this ARC fund, for Kathy Wood's main fund, is down quite a bit. And the investors probably aren't too happy. I know over the last three years, the fund in general has been down. She had one bad year where the portfolio got cut in half, or it was down 60%, 67%, 70%. And she had a good year, 70 80%, like just in the month of November of last year, because coin was Coinbase was blowing up. But still, if you go down 50%, it takes twice as much to get up back to that point. You need a 100% increase if you go down 50%. I don't know if that makes sense, but you have 100 bucks. Yeah, you lose half of it. It's gonna take. You're gonna have to double fifty bucks to get back up to hundred bucks. So that's why losses, which Warren Buffett has claimed, uh, has stated many times, he's like, focus on on, on gaining more than. Like, make sure that you're winning because it's so much harder to recover losses than it is just let your winners win, continue to win. So, yeah. So Sark, that's that's the the play of the year would be to invest in the anti Kathy Wood fund. All right, let's take a like take a stop over. Oh, also, sorry. Uh, let me let me throw this in here too. So, a German software company, SAP, uh, which has a like a Tesla fleet of twenty nine thousand vehicles, will stop using Tesla. So, this is just another bad news report on Tesla. And according to a report from the German Business Daily, it's called the Handelsblatt. And Tesla, it, it claims that Tesla changes list prices more than other manufacturers, making planning more difficult. And the newspaper also said that Tesla often delivers earlier than planned, making storage difficult. That is an interesting problem. I never even heard of that because usually, like delivering even earlier than planned is is underpromising, overdelivering. But according to this German software company SAP, it yeah it's caused problems because they can't store it when it comes too early. They're not planning for it, and so and that's just one more story of why Tesla's dropped. Over 26% this year. They just cannot catch a break. News on Apple. So, first of all, I just watched a a documentary. I don't know if you've seen it. About Steve Jobs. And how he was the charismatic leader. He was great. Just innovator. And then once he died, Tim Cook was the CEO previous to, to... he, uh, sorry, previous to Steve Jobs, and then once Steve Jobs died, Tim Cook was named CEO of Apple, and a lot of people had a, pro- a huge problem with that because Tim Cook was very stern, very analytical, very numbers guy, where Steve Jobs was the charismatic leader. He led Apple and was innovating, and just his charisma and passion just fueled the company, and people were concerned that, that Tim Cook wasn't going to live up to the standard. But we've seen year after year after year that Apple continues to innovate. They came out with AirPods. They came out with with the iPhone 6, 6 Plus, which was a huge, huge innovation. It, they made the screens bigger, and it seemed to go against what Steve Jobs taught when he was CEO of the company. And and now, just recently, they, they dropped the Apple Vision Pro, which I don't know if you've seen the, the ads for it, but it is, it's awesome. It, it is so cool. And it's not like your typical VR that like just immediately transport you to another world. No, it's like you're you're not wearing anything. That's the whole point. You can have your phone ten feet in front of you. You can see all the apps. You can see a huge TV screen if you want to. You can adjust the size of it, bring it closer, farther back, transport you to an entire another world when you want. Like you can watch that movie on the plane, but you're not even watching it on the plane. And you're you're you can be on a different planet watching it on a hundred foot screen. Like that's. That's beautiful. It's only 3500 bucks. I honestly think it's worth it. I've said in a pre- previous podcast 
that you can play the piano because it'll show you which notes to play. Like it'll they'll light up and you'll see the lights coming and you'll be able to actually play the piano even if you have no experience prior. That that's an, that's innovation. And this might be Tim Cook's last product that he comes out with Apple. He's getting old and it's spec, there's speculation that he's going to retire very soon. And this Apple Vision Pro might be the last product that he comes out with. But he has taken over Apple and did a considerably better job. Not better job, but Steve Jobs was needed when he was needed. And now Tim Cook, he changed the entire process of Apple, turned it around and grew it to $3 trillion in market cap. That's, I don't know if Steve Jobs would have been able to do that. That's an opinion. And he was brilliant and and super charismatic and passionate. And that passion just carried through generation after generation until where they're at now. And I think they were both perfect for their time of when they were both CEO of the company. And so we'll see what ends up happening to Apple. I think they're going to continue to innovate. The, the iPhone 15 was not very much different than the iPhone 14. There's a lot of complaints on that. That is just basically copy and paste. And we've heard that with the iPhones. But this Apple Vision Pro is the, is the most innovative thing that I've seen in a very long time. And a lot of people were hesitant on whether or not it is durable enough. Like if I'm going to spend 3500 bucks on a product on technology, I don't want to drop it from a few, few from a few feet and just watch the screen shatter and not be be able to use it again but it was actually tested and it's proven to be quite resilient and they included doing things of just like ramming into surfaces like not being able to see them and dropping it from a height of six feet onto a wooden floor and the screen remained intact and only the right speaker was a little damaged but the device continued to function after the after this test and dropping it from just six feet right onto a floor, yeah, that, that should break it. It doesn't look too resilient or too durable, but it actually is. They've designed it in a specific way that that makes it durable. And let's see. I don't know if there's there's any other news for today. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, there's, there's thousands of news stories out there. But I believe that that'll be it today after my little recap of how crypto is doing. So... Bitcoin is currently, I think it's dropping a little bit today. No, it's it's still hovering around 43,000. It's actually dropped down to 42,500. So we see a 1% decrease in Bitcoin. It seems to be hovering around that same 43,000 mark. And we'll see what ends up happening. We still have a couple months until April when it halves. And until then, we'll still see some volatility probably hovering around this range. It might it might start spiking before April. I guess we'll we'll have to see. And the cryptocurrency of the day is Link. So Link is up 35% on the week. And this just shows the volatility of crypto. There will be random coins that you'll never even heard about that just have like 100%, 200% days. And where people are doubling, tripling their money immediately. And there's also days where it just gets chopped in half for whatever reason. But so we'll, I mean, we'll have to see Link. It's in charge of, uh, it's partnered with ethereum and it's on that blockchain and it helps with the transactions and there are just so many different utilities with the different cryptocurrencies every cryptocurrency serves a purpose whether to use the specific application like gala games they have the gala coin that's used within the gala ecosystem or if it has a literal function like link where it it's for transactions on the ethereum network so it's interesting to read into the specific cryptocurrencies and to find out what they're used for. 
and just to see how much potential there is in specific technologies, like it's still in its, in its early adopter phase, or crypto in general. And like the, the gas fees, which is like the transaction fees, that's still a little expensive. And there's still so much technology coming out. And it's just an entirely new industry, a new market. And I'm excited to see what technology is, is advancing, which, which what gets produced, basically. There's just so much innovation and creativity that can happen in within the crypto ecosystem. And I think it has an unbelievable amount of potential. And there's a lot of people that are against it. They like their institutional banking, their, their centralized currencies. They don't see that cryptocurrency has value. But it's simply because of the fact that they don't understand it entirely. And it has value just like anything else. And actually, in a later episode, I, I will end up going deeper into that. And also, if you guys ever want to reach me and have any questions at all, just go to try or just go to marketpulse.io. I'll, I'll put that in the bio. But you can just DM me on there. And I want to start doing a stock of the day where a listener reaches out and just sends me a certain stock, a, a ticker of a stock like Apple. You just send me that you want a report on Apple. And in the next episode, if you're selected, I will do an in-depth report of, of that specific stock and I'll just give you all the details. I'll do the research so that you don't have to. And that's my goal with the whole podcast is to, to go through all of this, all these research hours in the morning so that you guys don't have to. You can just get the, the reports on it, the, the important information. I'm the spark notes of the market for you guys. So just DM me once again. It's marketpulse.io. You'll see the little profile. There's no posts on it, but it's going to be for you guys to be able to comment and to reach out to me. If you have any questions or concerns, you just let me know. And, but that will be it for today. Thanks for, for listening. Thanks for chiming in. And just a quick disclaimer on the podcast, like always, this podcast is for informational purposes only. It does not constitute financial investment or legal advice. The content provided is based on the host's personal opinions and experiences. Listeners are advised to conduct their own research and seek the advice of qualified professionals before making any investment decisions. The host and guests do not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information shared, and they are not responsible for any actions taken based on the content of this podcast. Investing involves risk. It's all risky, like Jim Rowland said, and past performance is not indicative of future results. The host and guests are not responsible for any losses or damages that may occur as a result of investments made after listening to the podcast. Once again, guys, thank you so much for listening. Please leave a review if you like the show and uh, get back to me when you guys can. I'll see you tomorrow.